Welcome back to another episode of New School of Thinking. Today, let's take a look at what COVID has done to society and has it sparked creativeness or selfishness? Today, we got Jen, uh, sorry, Ren and Jamal. I was going to say Jamal, oh, but finally, I'm so used to only two people being on the episode at a time. We finally have all three. So uh, what are your thoughts? Guys, girl. Guys, girl. <laughs> girl, go ahead. Um, well, no, but I think I think you should definitely describe the the root of that question in itself, Steve. So, so I think for, it for quite example, an interesting one. Um, let's take a look at I guess um, Uber Uber Eats promo codes. For example, they, Uber Eats has given out promo codes for frontline workers to social support and uh, what I think would probably be to help out frontline workers who are working hard during these uh, times and uh, by providing them with food. But those codes can't be controlled and it's open to anyone being able to take that and use it. So my question here let's using this example would be is it selfish for people who aren't frontline workers to be able to use this code or is it just being are these people just being creative by taking advantage of this um these promo codes being available during these hard times because they're going through their own scenarios right they need to save as money as well and then I think another angle to look at it is, is this a business ploy to be able to to generate marketing or is it really genuine and they're trying to actually help people out? Yeah, I think that's the question. Really, you like described all the opinions there. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like how do you, how do they know, how can they control who's using the code if they're going to put the code out there? I can tell a code to Ren, mm-hmm. Ren can tell a code to Dean, Dean can tell a code, you know what I mean? Like, how do you control who's using yeah, the I, code, so? And that's where it goes back to the business, right? They're sending this message, so it's marketing, it's a marketing, Ploy. like, exactly, of, you know, let's share the story to keep it relevant to our times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people, yeah, keep it relevant to our times, yeah, look at us, like, looking out for the front line. Which maybe, yeah, they are, but how, how much of that is actually towards the frontline workers? If they genuinely cared, I think, Dean, you brought up like ethics involved, right? Like, if the person's not a frontline worker taking advantage of it, are they like selfish, right? Or like they're just leveraging something that's out there for the public. But that goes back to the business. They actually were the ones putting the, uh, the message out. So their messaging or their storyline was, we're looking out for frontline workers, but here's a code. Bro, you should have thought about how you're going to keep that in- in- exclusive to the frontline workers. I'm sure they In do. order for you to actually... To, uh, like, but how, you, how are you verifying? No, like, I'm sure they thought about it and they were like, who cares? It'll generate more business for us anyway, so... There we go. So like, how do we actually commend them? Yeah, like, it's... it's uh, Businesses are definitely looking, especially restaurant businesses, because people can't go out and eat. A lot of people are, you know, buying groceries and cooking, staying home, this and that. So, restaurant, the restaurant industry is looking for business to generate business, and th- things like Uber Eats, Skips the Dishes, 
whatever else is out there. But they're still robbing, um, well, not robbing, well, in my opinion, robbing business, local businesses out of um, making a profit, right? So that's that's where you kind of throw a curveball in there. And well, yeah, where does that savings, like, who, who, where does that savings hit? Like, who takes the hit on that savings? That's the question. If it's, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's Uber Eats that's putting that code out there, then I don't think it's fair to say that uh, what the mom and pop shop that I'm ordering from tonight takes that hit because right. it's not their promo. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, right. that's another thing. Who takes that hit? Like, when you look at... Um the overhead for a restaurant right now it's going to be very expensive right because they still have to pay for uh, the material they have to pay for the, the equipment they have to pay for the staff they have to pay the building They're right. yeah so it's like at the end of the day i think it was like what like these um these companies take about i think 20 to 30 percent off the order so okay. that leaves the profit the, the end profit of these restaurants not being a lot and being able to cover all of that right so i think it's calculated into that and then uber eats is the one that's offering the 25 dollars credit for example and they are taking it um all of that gets applied prior to like before the order goes through so let's say if uber had had booked a van like an uber van and supported all dimensions right where are these frontline workers they're at work they're at the hospital they know exactly where these folks are take utilizing that credit or accumulating whatever that large budget was for this promo code in this in itself and having like a uber eats van pick up food from the you know the top partners that are still functioning are still like providing food Picking up the damn food and taking it over to the hospital, dropping it off directly to the nurse or to the frontline workers. That's yeah, kind of like what some people are doing right now. But but it's kind of obvious, though. Like in my opinion, like seeing some of the people that are taking action right now. Like yeah, they're doing a good deed, but it's also a marketing promo, right? Like you see some of these boxes that are being handed out. They also have like. Uh, like the card and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, call us for this mortgage agent, or call us for this real etc. So it's a, it's. So the intention is comes. I don't know. That's where I question the intention. Like, is it is it a creative marketing scheme in this mm-hmm. time because it is hard to market, but or is it greed? Right. right. So like that's that's. Where, and that's, that's where it's like it, it depends who's doing the promo. It's like who it depends who do uh, who does a promo. Y'all are putting your your like labels on the boxes anyways and frontline workers are being interviewed frontline and center. So allow them to show their appreciation. And that's where like marketing and businesses have always been this way. Like I mean, this kind of triggers a past experience with like special needs. I remember having a conversation with some next person in a room where we were like ideating and whatnot pops out of nowhere and says I'm about to create something for the special needs community because they have money they just got granted funding so I know they have money that I could take advantage of and then we go back it's like is that ethical because just because you know these people are in pain 
and they have resources or the lack of, but they're going to give you anything because you provide a, a sign of hope, do you take advantage of that? Mm-hmm. And that's where intentions come into play, where it's hard right now because, yeah, maybe businesses do want to give back. Maybe the government doesn't want to give back. It's almost like they slap us up with, well, this is going to be taxable or we're going to be taxing you on this anyway. So we're giving it the, we're providing the facade of we're supporting you right now but hey, read the Yeah, song. well, I mean, when I look at that, like, if, for example, the CERB, I don't think about it as they're, they're scheming or anything. It's, it's, it's basically if, if, if COVID didn't happen, you would be paying taxes regardless and you would be getting paid by an employer. But what they're trying to do is right now the employer can't pay. So the government is providing that money, covering up that money for you for the time being. But at the end of the day, it still has to be taxable, right? I don't know in what world or like why people think that they don't have to pay taxes on something like that. Like there are people out there if you, that elude the tax people, the CRA, whatever. But I mean, like at the end of the day, you're still going to have to pay taxes. Like you, you earn that money. You have to give back to the government, right? So right. I don't, uh, messages, I don't know right? why even... It's- that I think that was comment yeah being brought up by people saying oh yeah two thousand dollars yeah and then some people added oh but it's taxable thank you Captain Obvious is my my uh my response to that right like maybe it's just me but like that's how I feel no but that's where I'm saying it's like it's very similar messaging the government's doing it as well, like for example, with the service services and things like that. But the the obvious or the the folks that actually pay their taxes don't have any comment because it's like, what the heck? Like, obviously, it makes sense. Who's going to support the government after this whole COVID thing releases? Then we're going to complain about other that's, things, that's, right? That's our but taxpayer money. Like, it's it's. Exactly. And some folks do not understand that. They just don't do shit, but they get paid for doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, it, it, like listening to what you guys are talking about, it comes down to a basic question of what's that word? Um, selfless? Ethics? Sel- selflessness. So like, I think it's like selfishness every, every, earlier. No, no. But, but it's like, can an action be truly altruistic? Is that that word? Like you do, you generally have a selfless act, right? Because it seems that when we're talking about the government paying these these uh, these wages, and then um, the companies they're promoting twenty five dollars off or whatever on mm-hmm. this net. At the end of the day, they get something back, right? So, mm-hmm. is it truly a, a selfless act? Like, are they really? Um, Oh, it's like intrinsic or extrinsic. I think it's no, altruism is like selflessness, right? humility, modesty. Yeah, um, like just doing altruism, it like yeah. with no intent behind it. Exactly. So, is there any? I I would say I would say that word is like I don't even know if that word is applicable to the kind of parties we're talking about. I don't know if it's selflessness because if it's selflessness, it's almost like let's say nobody had anywhere to go the government the parliament would open their doors to the the public or the homeless that's like selflessness but i think it's ethics ethics and morals of being like being honest but also like fair 
No, I get that. But what I'm trying to say is that it's, it's interesting. When we're talking, it, it's to a degree, right? Jamal. Like I agree with you, and to a degree, I agree yeah. with Ren. It's the fact that right. they don't have to do it, but they do. I'm trying to look out for the people, but from Ren's perspective, it's also if they don't do it, they're basically screwed, right? Because the economy collapses, right. people are broke, etc. Right? Like by not doing it, it's mm-hmm. going to cause a bigger problem, right? So that's the way. Like when you look at the bigger picture, that's how I see it. But I get, I get where you're coming from. Like the choice to be able to, to care and do all of this stuff. But again, that could also be part of the job description because we've never been in a situation right. where it's it's got to this point where you you need to see this kind of moves happen, right? Right. But then my my also like my deeper thought is that is there any action that's interesting? Purely, mm. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Purely ultra, altruistic, but it's like, is there any action that is purely selfless? I don't think so. Like I was, like yeah, I was talking about this with a friend the other day, with my girlfriend the other day, and it's like, you would do something, like you would do something for somebody. Do you expect anything in return? These companies are putting a, a code out there. They're expecting business in return, and they're expecting higher, higher yeah. sales or whatever, you know, in return. Um, like that's to me, that's I don't know that that's a question, and I, I don't think. Uh, there well, is. I googled it real quick here. So, like a, an example yeah. that first comes up is uh, donating a kidney. That's something you right, can't. Okay, yeah, because you can't yeah, get paid back okay. for your saving I would. life, right? Right, um, maybe even being I an would, organ donor. I totally would. I even like. Is altruistic. Organ donor, I have it on my right? because, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, because now if, does the yeah because does the feeling of feeling good. No, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I don't takes into account the good feeling, though, right? That's the thing. Does the feeling of feeling good, uh, what is the word? Count Counter as a return. On yeah, your yeah. Does that count? I mean, as a you're not going to really be like, able to <laughs> benefit from that, right? You're only benefiting others, right? Yeah. No, but then you get that sense of fulfillment, though. So doesn't that sense but of fulfillment? Be, you wouldn't be in count? this world when that happens. When you donate your. Oh, when you donate your organs when yeah. you pass away, yeah, yeah. But say when you're when oh, you're donating right. when you're when you're when you're thinking a kidney though, when you're donating a kidney. When you're donating a kidney, you're saving you know, someone's life. No. You're saving someone's a life. Of mine, sure. A friend of mine's mother actually was about to lose her kidney. Yeah. And when she was telling me about it, I was like, yo, what's her blood type? Because yeah. if we're the same, I don't mind coming out for that or providing. And she was like, Are you whack? But it's like, yo, I have, we have two. Yeah, we I don't have even two, know how but many we you have. know one is but worth like, $557,000? One is worth Jesus. what? $557,000? No, I meant uh, liver comes in second. Where, oh, sorry. Kidneys fetch each fetch $262,000. Who's getting that money? Yeah, like who's paying me? Well, and now you know. So would you donate it? Nah. I still would to save the life, but then I would probably find the mofo that has the money. Nah, see, I I do it to save the life, but like there the we money go. isn't. 
The money isn't part of it for me. I suppose. And these are the times, but Dean, these are the times I wish, like, just like, you know, to what, how Jamal responded as well and how I just responded as well. But it's like, sometimes we wish that we didn't know the details because then it takes away or it helps us act even like, do, did that stop us from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel what you're saying. Give the kidney or not. Let me think about it. And like, let me put like a price tag and look up Kijiji and stuff, you know? So I think that's where ethics, moral, intrinsic, that fulfillment. I think that's the question that nobody can ever answer, especially the ones that, you know, like start non-profits or like um, giving an organ up or whatever it is. There's never, the, there's never an answer. It's like, why did you do it? Because to save a life? Oh, there must be uh, so more. So what if going back no to more? Jamal's just, point then, if, if there is if everything, I guess, altruism is like being able to make something happen without wanting anything in return. But looking at when we look at it like that, like everything can have a price to it in this day and age, right? Like, like you didn't like when you guys were talking about the kidney, you guys weren't talking about that, and then you found out the price, and then it's like, oh. Like your minds have slightly shifted because knowing that in the back of your head, right? Right. So, like, exactly. is there anything that cannot be bought in this day and age? Mm. Or is that uh, something we take for next week? Yeah, we could do that. Well, I mean, there's not many. There's not much. I don't think. No, um, but even in the moment, though, there is some kind of transaction. Like, when you do something, you're either giving up time, you're, you're sacrificing something. There's some kind of sacrifice that happens in that very moment. Maybe it gets paid off. And that, you know, as you were saying that, Dean, it actually made me walk through my mindset of, like, who taught me what selflessness was? And it goes back to the upbringing, right? Like, we had, well, for me, it was, like, being Hindu or growing up in a Hindu household, there's a lot of talk about selflessness, about doing good and just being like, you know, it's gonna add up. Somebody is yeah, calculating. Yeah, but, see, but that's good, the point. But somebody's count. calculating. So you're good. It's like you're doing it for yeah. like your net net goodness. So like all this come back yeah. in a way. But that's what I mean. In the moment of even committing something, of doing something, you're still sacrificing something. So it's not really a pure selfless okay. thing because you're getting yeah. something well, listen, out of it. Well, tone of voice doesn't indicate yeah. that you were going that way, by the way. What? Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> what? Oh, this guy. It's not even tone of voice. It's just like, it could go the other way. But either, mm-hmm. even, yeah, even still, like, I don't know. I find, I don't know. It's hard to it, to me. Like I still ponder on the question: Is there any act that's selfless? Because when you when you brought up religion, Ren, it's also that same thing. You do good to other people, so you can actually what have a good, good afterlife. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the basic of what you're trying to do. So growing up, that's what you do. You go and you 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 um, you talk about your sins and you repent. You know what I mean? Like you do all these things. 
why do you do it? Because you want to have a good afterlife, right? That's the belief. Yeah. So, no, but that that was interesting. And where that how do, how do where that stems from, Master Go about it, then. I have no like idea. A, we uh, gotta get an atheist into the conversation, but yeah, because then maybe that's maybe that's selflessness. Because if there's a good atheist out there, unless all atheists are assholes, which I don't think they are. <laughs> but <laughs> the good and bad in itself is also determined by the person, and that's where it gets complicated. But to the point, like for example, my brother and I, I take the asshole route of like, you know, I do good. Like, okay, to my to my mind my perception what i do my actions speak for themselves i'm not an asshole to everybody but if someone were to you know be disrespectful or whatever thing i probably give them one two chances but i'm not i'm, I'm i won't go back to that environment again because i'm like they're not even, it's not even worth my time or my energy whereas my brother always says Yo, you got to kill them with kindness. Regardless of what someone does to you, you got to still be there for them. But then yesterday when we were having like a discussion and whatnot, I'm like, where did it get you though? It still kills you inside that they like, they like affected you in a very negative way. And you keep saying, I got space for them. I got space for them when really you don't. Whereas yeah, myself, dude. I feel pretty liberated being like, yo, I already learned my lesson. Like, I'm going to go do my own thing. And then he goes, no, but it's, it's so selfish when you do that. I was like, how is that selfish, though? Who else is going to protect me then? Yeah, see, that's the other thing. you got to look out for yourself, right? It's like being, there's always, there's always an investment you make when you have any sort mm-hmm. of transaction with anybody, right? There's an investment. You, you know what, when, we're, when, when, I, when I mean, when I say transaction, well, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What thing? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I was gonna say when I when I when I say transaction, I mean like interaction, right? So, think about it in a relationship sense, right? You put in your time, energy, and effort into something, into somebody, right? And you do it in the beginning because it makes you feel good, right? Like you want them to feel good. It makes you feel good. Blah blah blah. And then after a while you would start it's kind of like you're like okay where's my return you know what i mean <laughs> if things go sour you're like wait but i just you know i did this i did that i did this I did that. like where's my what what am i getting out of it and then you start to evaluate then you start to think about your roi your return on your investment you know and then it's like it's so weird like there are these things that you do intrinsically calculate by your investment and your return on it, but you don't realize it. You know what? And at the end of the day, you got to protect yourself. And to summarize all of this, Ren is the Mary Kondo of relationships, <laughs> friends. Uh-huh. A root for It just takes them out. And that is all I have to say. <laughs> y'all are so listen I think the way you define friends too is different it's like you gotta re- you gotta calculate that because gosh that statement came up this week too of like you know what I really sat back and I'm like do I have friends <laughs> not really well, because most the, of them make me ask them the question of like no don't say we're friends I'm a good friend to you what the hell did you do for me is the question <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To your ROI point. 
yeah, you start evaluating your relationship with people. And then you start to think like, oh, if they ask you a favor, it's like, oh, would you do this for me if I ask you? You know what I mean? It's, I think, and that's where I would say when those moments come up, I'm first to jump in. I don't think about what I'm going to get out of it. But when it comes exactly. to a point where I need help and nobody freaking shows up at the door, then you start questioning. But then beyond yeah. that, the the twist to all of this was when I was talking about like relationships some with, with one of my coworkers, and I was like, compared to the next person who probably deserves the full you, only have a percentage of you just because of the person that really messed it up for you because at the end of uh-huh. the day they didn't know your worth so then you're like you know what I'm going to have my guard up I don't trust anybody I'm not going to give myself out there but then perhaps when the right person comes and you like you're stripping that opportunity away from them uh-huh. being like you don't deserve 100% of me because of the ex whether it's friendships, whether it's a job, whether it's relationships. I think the hardest part comes in from the parenting because parents typically don't shift, right? Like you got like you can't go to your mom and be like, "Well, my next mom didn't allow that." Well, depending on the scenario, but the parental ones are hard to hit them with that line of like I'm not going to be this way because blah, blah, blah treated me that way. But we tend to do that in relationships. And I think people lose the essence of themselves because because of of situations or that like not ba- like unbalanced transaction. People start reducing the, the kind of trust or the kind of friendships or the kind of love that they give other people. But yeah. we're taught in kindergarten sharing is caring and like love is unconditional. But there's conditions. We get conditions growing up. It's a transaction at the end of the day. Yeah, and you get conditions by your experiences that you go through. And that's how you develop your conditions. That's how you develop your guards. You develop you develop your actions towards other people based on what you feel from them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all, like I said, it's all, like, I don't even know what we started this conversation about. Was it about selfishness well, and selflessness and businesses taken? Yeah. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there is no answer. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> it's my opinion that these companies have thought about this and weighed the cons, the pros and the cons and said, you know what, even if people share these codes with other people who are not frontline workers, it's fine because it will generate more business. It will generate a quantity that we want. Right. And Jamal, I don't um, even think the businesses did pros and cons to that. They just like if yeah, they're not evaluating like, you know how many how many frontline workers did they impact? It's a different story. If you hit me up with an article on your yeah. data that you were able to connect and say, "Hey, with our promo, we were able to serve hundred thousand frontline workers," that's a different story. That shows okay, you balance both sides of the beam. But yeah, but they're not doing that. That's not exactly. That's not the case. They just want to see that quarter at the end of the quarter that that yep. numbers shoot up. Yeah, that's all it is. And then so, 10 is it a, is it a good line. thing though? Yeah, but is it a good thing? Yeah, of course it's a good thing for for people because everybody, as Dean said earlier, everybody's trying to save some money in these hard times, right? Um, so does it hurt anybody? 
I don't know. The story does because you're taking advantage of the actual folks at the front line. Like, don't use your title to gauge yeah. more business. Or that, that's where I think I'm coming at. And maybe, yeah, my tone is getting very the ethics, aggressive. The but ethics the ethics point of view. If you said yeah, you're giving yeah, a $25 yeah. credit to everybody because yeah. you you want everyone because you understand that everyone's going through a hardship, that's a different story. But utilizing this right. frontline worker, blah, 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 is a marketing scheme, just like everything and anything else. Oh, the whole, oh my gosh, this can spiral into so many, so many things. But. So let's, let's save that for next week then. I guess so. I guess so. Well. I guess that wraps up uh, another episode on the New School of Thinking podcast with Dean, Jamal, and Ren. Leave us your comments. What do you think? Are you utilizing that $25 promo code from Uber Eats? Yo, hit us up. Let us know. Take care. No, I don't. I didn't last night, so I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take-